0: You hear a knock on the door and open it to find two friendly representatives from The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, otherwise known as the Mormon Church. So what will you say? Will you send them away without a Christian witness, or will you engage them in a meaningful and Christ-honoring conversation? If you desire the latter, may we suggest the book, Answering Mormon's Questions, by Mormonism Research Ministries' Bill McKeever and Eric Johnson. Answering Mormon's Questions is available wherever you find quality Christian books.
1: Welcome to this edition of Viewpoint on Mormonism. I'm your host, Bill McKeever, founder and director of Mormonism Research Ministry, and with me today is Eric Johnson, my colleague at MRM. There was an article in the April 2022 edition of the Leahona magazine that caught my attention, and there were some things said in this article that I feel need to be talked about. The article title was, I Do Not Know the Meaning of All Things... And that's okay. It was written by a woman by the name of Megan Thompson Ramsey. And the pull quote to this article on the left side of the page, it says it's for young adults, but the pull quote says, when we don't know all the answers, faith is the answer. There's enough in this article, as I said, that really needs to be dissected. But first of all, before we jump into it, Eric, the title itself. Now, the title is a paraphrase from a statement that was made by Mormon Apostle Neil Maxwell. Neil Maxwell died in 2004, and he made the comment, and she's going to quote him later on, but I feel it's it's important. Let's quote it now, where he said, of course we cannot fully comprehend all this right now. Of course we cannot, Cannot know the meaning of all things right now, but we can know right now that God knows us and loves us individually. Okay, but let's go back to how Megan Thompson Ramsey paraphrases this I do not know the meaning of all things, and that's okay. I guess you and I could probably agree with that statement up to a point because there are some things that don't interest me. They really don't have a a big pull in my life. I don't have a need to understand some things. For instance, when it comes to electricity, I don't understand all the ins and outs of electricity, as my good friend Steve does, who happens to be an electrician. I know enough to turn off the power Unlike my late father-in-law, who used to work on electrical outlets without turning off the power, and, and I used to kid him that he welded a lot of screwdrivers in doing that when that thing would spark. But I know enough to do that. But as far as all the ins and outs of electricity, I don't need to know that. When I'm over my head, I find it is much more wise to call in someone who knows the subject. So in that area, I could say, that's okay. You had mentioned while we were prepping for this show, the subject of physics. We don't usually have a need to know all the things about that in our daily lives, so that's something that wouldn't interest us, and we probably don't care, and that's okay. We don't understand the meaning of all that. But there are some things that come to our faith traditions, whether you're a Latter-day Saint or a New Testament Christian, that you would think— You should be concerned about, and if you don't know the meaning of something, is it okay to just ignore it if, in fact, the answers are out there? Now, you and I, Eric, would admit that there are some things in our faith traditions that we can't prove. We cannot prove the spiritual message of the Bible any more than a Latter-day Saint can prove the spiritual message for the Book of Mormon, or the Doctrine and Covenants, or the Pearl of Great Price, for that matter. So we might have, up to a certain degree, an agreement with the title of this article, I Do Not Know the Meaning of All Things, and That's Okay.
2: Bill, and I want to go to that uh, poll quote on page 26, where she says, when we don't know all the answers, faith is the answer. So if this statement in the title is talking about spiritual ideas, I do not know the meaning of all things, and that's okay, well, we don't necessarily understand everything about the Bible and how God works, but I think that's the main idea that we all have as human beings. Is there a God? If there is, which one is true and that's the one I want to follow, or I'm not going to follow any because I'm an atheist? If we're talking about spiritual issues, if you don't have all the answers, I think it's our responsibility to go find as many answers as we can by reading the Bible, by taking a look and seeing what it has to say, if it's really true or not. There are a number of ways we can do that, but faith is the answer. Is I don't think faith is the answer, because what kind of faith are we talking about? Because I believe that a Muslim has faith, and he honestly believes Allah is God and Muhammad is his messenger. I believe the Hindu has faith. Even a Scientologist has faith. And let's be honest, Bill, the atheist has to have faith, because he can't prove the non-existence of God. There's no way for him to do that. So I think faith is the answer if we're talking about the true faith as far as where the evidence leads us.
1: And there's another thing to consider in this, Eric, that I think is overlooked, at least among many Latter-day Saints. Your faith is only as good as the object you put it in. Exactly. So in this particular case, she's going to start right off with the Book of Mormon, telling of an experience she had while she was a sister missionary out in the field, and Our argument would be, well, if the Book of Mormon does not meet the conditions that warrant us to put our faith in it, is that really wise? She is going to take a very typical approach when it comes to this book, and a subjective experience, I'm assuming, is just good enough for her.
2: I think you're exactly right on that. We're not against faith. I want to make it clear, as we're going to talk about this all week long. We do believe in faith, but it has to be the proper kind of faith, because the law of non-contradiction says something cannot be A and non-A at the same time. So if Mormonism is true, then by definition, historic biblical Christianity is wrong. I mean, I think that's very clear as far as what we are proclaiming to be true versus what the Latter-day Saint is going to be true. We both could be wrong, and maybe atheism is true, or Buddhism, or so on, but we need to find out what the object of our faith is, that is why we need to have faith in truth.
1: But you said something that I think is often lost, and this is why we do not believe that we can have both Mormonism and Christianity at the same time. Right. And that's missed by a lot of people who think there's no problem there. No, if Mormonism is true, as you said, then what we believe as New Testament Christians cannot be true. It's as simple as that. You cannot have them both working together in some kind of synergistic way to advance the cause of truth? Because either they're wrong or we're wrong. We both cannot be right. But you're right. We could both be wrong if we're to be totally honest. We could both be wrong. Does the evidence tend to tell me that when it comes to what I believe? I don't think so. But yes, I have to at least admit I'm not all-knowing. There could be something I'm not aware of that could change my view.
2: Megan Thompson Ramsey starts off, she says, in quotes, I'll never forget a lesson I had with a young woman on my mission. She kept asking for physical or tangible evidence that the Book of Mormon was true, and I sat there unsure of how to respond to her questions and accusations. I was a young, bright-eyed missionary, and all I knew was that the Book of Mormon was true. That's italicized, was I felt discouraged because I didn't know all the answers to her questions, but I realized it wouldn't have mattered if I had physical evidence to prove, and that's in italics, the Book of Mormon was true. Proof wouldn't give her faith.
1: Now, I think she's right. That kind of proof would not have given this individual faith, but wouldn't you agree that it certainly would have helped her on Towards that goal of having faith in not only the Book of Mormon but all that is attached to it and there 's a lot of baggage that is attached to the Book of Mormon. once you believe it, then naturally you have to believe Joseph Smith is a prophet of God. you have to believe the church he started is the true church, the only church with whom God is well pleased so there 's a lot of baggage attached to that but Is it so wrong for an investigator—and this is who she's talking about, someone who's interested or at least talking to the missionaries about their faith—what is so wrong with this individual looking for some kind of physical or tangible evidence that the Book of Mormon was true? I don't have a problem with that, because I can only say from my own personal life that my coming to faith— in Christ, faith in Christianity was based on bits of evidence that showed me that the message of Christianity that came from the Bible, that the evidence showed the Bible was worth believing. Now, again, I could not prove the spiritual message, but there were a lot of things in the Bible that I could tend to see whether or not those claims were true. What do we do with the Book of Mormon? This is where I think this frustration comes in for someone like Megan Ramsey.
2: In that sentence, she kept asking for physical or tangible evidence that the Book of Mormon was true. Now, we're not here to hear this conversation, but... Was it possible the woman was saying, what about all the physical and tangible evidence that the Book of Mormon was not true? Because when you take a look at the Book of Mormon, and you understand that Joseph Smith supposedly translated this with the use of a seer stone, and plagiarized many different things, especially the Bible, and then you have the idea of archaeology. We have no evidence of where the Book of Mormon would have taken place, whether it was here on the North American continent or whether it was in Mesoamerica. We don't have any evidence that there were such people. DNA certainly does not help the Mormon cause at all, as far as the Book of Mormon goes. I think it's unfair for her, then, to say she was unsure of how to respond to her questions and accusations. The woman was just saying, I'm having a hard time understanding why I ought to believe in the Book of Mormon. Am I supposed to just take Moroni 10.4, written by Joseph Smith, at face value and pray about the Book of Mormon and hope for a good feeling? How do I know that that is actually true when it seems like the evidence is going against it? It's what we call inference to the best explanation. If the Book of Mormon is not up to par when it comes to the facts, then I don't think it behooves anybody to believe in a book that ought to be actually categorized in the fiction department at your local library. I can't fault this individual
1: for asking those kind of questions. I mean, what is wrong with looking for some kind of evidence? The fact that Ms. Ramsey is going to somehow disparage that quest for information, I find troubling, but it's very typical with many Latter-day Saints. So I I guess I can't fault her in that area because that's just what Latter-day Saints do.
2: What did Paul do when he was trying to explain why the resurrection was true? In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, he goes and points to the witnesses. He says there were more than 500 of them at one time, and he pointed to himself as being this witness. This is something I think that a lot of people don't understand. I don't think having blind faith is what God intends for us. He intends for us to take a look at the evidence, and if the resurrection has so much going for it, then perhaps the resurrection is true and it ought to be believed, as we do as evangelical Christians.
1: And this whole subject of blind faith, she's really going to address that later on because she has a section called so what is faith and we do plan on talking about that in tomorrow's show we're going to continue looking at this article it's titled i do not know the meaning of all things and that's okay
0: thank you for listening if you would like more information regarding mormonism research ministry we encourage you to visit our website at www.mrm.org where you can request our free newsletter Mormonism researched. We hope you will join us again as we look at another Viewpoint on Mormonism.